Welcome back, everybody. This is the Multipod. This is our second episode of, what year are we in? 2024. And it's a big year because coming up in August of this year is the second ever Everything Conference, uh, which is the hub, let's say, for multipotentiality and getting people together to celebrate this life, this identity. And I have the two great people to talk to about it today and share lots of information with you, Joel Zaslowski and Vanessa Tharp. Welcome to the Multipod to both of you. Thank you so much. We're glad to be here. I'm glad to be back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I was thinking that I I kind of lost track. I, this must be year fourth or fifth time maybe on the Multipod, which is great over all these years, of course, because uh, this is now uh, we're six years into the show. But this is the first time Vanessa's been on the show. So yeah. it's really neat to have Actually, I was interviewed a very, very long time ago, like five, sure. six, seven, eight years ago. Yes, I think it might have been one of my first ever podcast interviews. I'd have to go back and dig in there. But huh. um, I believe I believe I was maybe with other co-hosts. As oh, well. that's possible. Yeah. Has just evolved like many things we all do do. They evolve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I would have to go back and search. But but hey, we can claim it as the first time as well. You know, <laughs> sure. 2024, it's all about new things, I hope. <laughs> mm -hmm. So let's chat about the Everything Conference. So first of all, how about we set the stage a bit of logistics? Um, Vanessa, what are the dates and where is it taking place? Well, we are so excited to gather people in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where our good friend Joel is at, and um, our other co-planner, co-partner in crime, Corey Huff, and I will be heading out there, and hopefully many of you, August 1st through the 4th, so August 1, 2, 3, 4 in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I hear it's a beautiful time of year, and mm. we'll be at the University of Minnesota campus, um, and we're just really excited to be out there. Mm -hmm. We're in Portland the first year, Portland, Oregon. And so year two, we're mixing it up and going to the, the North Midwest. What do y'all call yourselves out there, Joel? We like to call this the twin cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Perfect. Yeah. The twin cities. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's one thing. The first to fourth of August, um, it caught me out a bit because I kind of assumed it was like a Friday through Sunday. It's actually Thursday through Sunday, which is nice. You get that little bit extra time. So I'm assuming that was an intentional thing. Like, did you want to make sure it was that, you know, that length of time? Oh yeah. I mean, everything we do is with intentionality from the rebrand that we're going under to the people we're asking to join us. Definitely we'll have like an afternoon kickoff evening on Thursday and even with some fun wrapping up on Sunday afternoon. So hopefully people either will have an evening flight out or drive out or even stick around Monday and Tuesday and kind of just savor some of the, the magic that we create. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, we're definitely really excited that people can be there. But you know, if we only got you Friday through Sunday morning, we'd still be happy you showed up. That's for darn mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, it's nice, of course, if people can be here the whole time, but for all those who are planning to go, we'll make it work the best we can, depending on your schedule. I guess it's kind of, would seem an obvious link. Joel lives in the Minneapolis area and Corey, I guess, as well. Like, was it kind of inevitable it would be in Minneapolis or how did you come about making that decision? Well, Corey's out in the Portland, Oregon area. Okay. Um, how did it come? Well, if people go to the R story page on everythingconference.com, 
you'll get the longer version of what I'm going to say. But we, Vanessa and I in particular, have been wanting to do another everything conference since we did the first one. You know, you're at a good event when right after it's over, participants are coming up to you and their number one question is, okay, so when are we going to do this again? And the answer was, oh, soon, soon, of course, soon. Uh, but there was this thing called COVID-19, which everyone is familiar with, which got in the way for a good two and a half years and some other things that we had to work through. So it was not inevitable that it would be somewhere other than Portland, Oregon, especially since Vanessa and I have been to so many events in that area, which are just incredible. But since I, you know, one of the three co-organizers, along with Vanessa and our friend Corey Huff, since I'm here in Minneapolis and I for lack of a easier way of saying it, got ETC 2024 started, I was looking around and wondering where else might this happen? And of course, in my own relative backyard, just about a 20 minute drive away, there's the McNamara Alumni Center, which I actually hosted an event at in 2015 in just one room. And I thought, if we want to have a very similar event that we did back in 2019 with simultaneous activities with a variety of different shapes and spaces and rooms that could be for music or for conversation or for moving around with great green space. Where might that be? It's really hard to find a location both inside and outside that can support yeah. the kind of participant driven event that we want. And I knew that the McNamara Alumni Center would be perfect. So I and Vanessa, we we lined it all up and just decided when we're doing an event, it doesn't always have to be in the same city or even the same time of year. This is a little bit of an experiment. Yeah. Then we're trying it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, because the last one was in September, right? Mid-September 2019. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if that if, if impacts the turnout. I, frankly, it makes it easier for me being in the middle of summer and we're not into school year and, you know, thinking more about kids and stuff. My wife's a teacher, so I can take off for a weekend and not worry about some of those logistics. And there's probably other people in a similar boat. So I do appreciate it being in summer <laughs> and I'm and I'm excited to go, too. So, I mean, when if, when you guys first announced it, I was definitely interested. I missed the first one. Um, and I thought, well, okay, this is something I could swing. And then it took a bit of time. We kind of figured out if it was possible. We had thought about doing, I've got a big family road trip type thing to Minneapolis and going through Chicago and stuff. And well, in the end, maybe that was a bit ambitious. So I thought, okay, I can certainly buy a quick flight from Montreal to Minneapolis and back and just go for the weekend. So that's what I'm going to do. And uh, I've met you and I've met Vanessa in person, but there's so many people I just can't wait to meet in person. It's definitely one of the highlights of being able to go to this. Hmm. Oh, I'm so glad you can make it too, Ted, because it, you know, and, and I don't know if anybody picked up on this, but it's something I think sets our event a little bit different than others. And if you know anything about my story, I am an event planner amongst many things, <laughs> like mm -hmm. most of us. And we don't have attendees, we have participants. Mm -hmm. And this is a very participant driven event. And it's a time for people to show up and come there to offer your gifts, your talents. You know, are you into yoga? Do you know about human design? Are you into finances, drones? You know, what what is one of your many passions and skills and, and you know, you're a, a super genius at or you get really excited about or maybe something new you're learning. 
And it's a time to kind of share that. If you purchase the ticket, we will be having a, an all call for submissions and you could submit a submission. But then also if, if it doesn't get in kind of the, the daily lineup that we have, there are going to be long lunch breaks and, you know, early morning brunches and evening times where you can offer that stuff and, and maybe even take it off campus, if you will. Uh, yeah. Joel found a sweet spot. Like if you even look at the outside of this building, it's like an octagon, but not, but many shapes and windows. And it's just, to me, it's like such a multi-potentialite place where it's a real, it's not your standard typical square box building and boring old conference uh, space, which is basically none of us. So I'm really excited about visiting Minnesota and being on this campus too. Plus a campus where things, you know, people are learning and sharing and growing and, you know, taking how many different classes and courses. It just, it really fits with um, a lot of what we try to cultivate and a lot of what resonates with our community. One question then comes to mind is, to what extent will this version of the conference be different from the last one? Is it fairly similar or have you kind of set out to make it a bit different? It's going to be different because different time of year, different physical location, different mix of participants. This one will most likely be a little bit larger in terms of the number. We had almost 100 people in Portland in 2019. We're hoping to have up to 175 people this time, not because bigger is better, but just because we have the space and we know that at least in the past, there was a demand and we didn't want to cap it and make it too intentionally small. As Vanessa was saying, we're very deliberate. We're very intentional about all the design, all the different decisions. So there's that sweet spot in terms of how big do you want to make this while still making it small enough for people to experience a good chunk of whatever it is that they want to experience, to make new friendships, to deepen existing friendships. So that number, about 175, seemed pretty right for us. We're not the kind of folks who just want to keep growing and growing and growing. And then in 2028, everything conference will be 10,000 people. I'm pretty sure that's never going to be us. Yeah. Uh, we, we like to experiment and we like to play. So although we're keeping almost all of the magic from the original one, in terms of the spirit behind it, the design behind it, the team behind it, we wanted to try a few different things as well. Well, one question that comes to mind too is now you talk about a bit about the agenda and all the activities is very participant driven. If I'm the type of person, yeah, maybe an introvert, sure, or just uh, need to kind of collect my energy, let's say, is it a is it an event and a weekend agenda that is quite packed or is it something that you can go off for you know, a couple hours in the afternoon, maybe with a couple of people, but go for a walk and have a change of scene and kind of recharge. Like there's a cater to introverts essentially. Oh yeah, I will. And you know, if you know myself or Joel or Corey, we are, you know, we appear to be very extroverted and we are, but fun fact, I actually spend a lot of time alone. I need a lot of time by myself. I live alone. I don't have a partner. Well, I can be very on, especially as I get older and having had some changes over the pandemic and work-life balance the last couple of years, I really need that. And so we definitely took that approach intentionally back in 2019 and we were planning in 2018. That was there to just make sure it was introvert friendly. It was, you know, aware of just a lot of different characteristics and qualities we bring to the table. 
and there's a lot of offerings and you will be like, oh my goodness, look at these five choices. Which one do I pick? You can also trust yourself and feel supported by the attendees and the participants and the contributors that you're free to go do that. And and we're not going to be going from 7 a.m. till, you know, 11 p.m. at night unless you want to. And if that's you, right on. I'm sure there'll be people to do it. But um, I know I'll be tapping out to take some walks and a break for a smoothie and sitting out in the grass and, and that kind of stuff. And we want to make sure that that is um, built there. And that's another reason to do it over four days. You know, if you fly in and you just have 24 hours or 48 hours, you got to jam pack it. Um, I actually just helped run an event down in, in Arizona and it was one day. And the day before and the day of, man, I was at 20,000 plus steps a day and it was crazy, right? It's had they, and that was the biggest feedback they said is, hey, we'd like two, three, four days. And so that's, we're already coming in with that mindset. And that's why we do encourage people to, if you're able to do that. And, and the other thing I would say that we will do is this is not a place where you're going to show up and not know anybody because we are going to have pre conference zoom calls probably a facebook group we'll do some you know people organize airbnbs maybe they'll get to town early and go on a hike or go check out a restaurant maybe they'll stay after it's we build those we intentionally build those relationships and and that's not what most conferences and events do they just say hey show up check in at this time and here's a drink ticket go mingle that's not our vibe at all we want you to know people and and i still use this example uh when i talk to people about why i love planning events and creating experiences at the first ever everything conference in portland oregon it was our opening night party and i legitimately had total strangers i had never met in person but because i'd been communicating with them on our pre-conference calls and in the facebook group and messaging them like they were walking up and hugging me and like you know from all over the world and they were connecting with each other and they'd never met face to face and i just thought that was so cool and special and that just energy grew and 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 helped everyone feel like there was a place for them to belong. Introvert, extrovert, you've been to mm -hmm. this before, you haven't, you're part of this group or not, it doesn't matter. Like it's a space where we're gonna welcome and encourage you and really try our best to support you in however that looks. Mm. Oh, sounds wonderful. I'm really excited to see so many multi-potentialites who know what a multi-potentialite is and they get it <laughs> all together in one place. <laughs> we don't have to explain ourselves. People yeah. just get it. <laughs> yeah. And even in, you know, you're in other events and people that you, you explain it and then they get it and it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like that happens to me all the time when I'm talking about this podcast or the Puttyverse or the Everything Conference, then yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that might be me too. But to go to a place where you, we can get right in past those introductions, right? People get it. Well, here's a question then. Now, I, some people might associate the Everything Conference with the Puttyverse, but it's not like the live event for... An of the putty verse, right? It, you, you're really trying to market to a broader community or an outreach, anyone who feels that they belong there. Is that fair to say? Yeah, we created the first one because putty peep, that's what we people who are in the putty verse call various members and each other, we call them putty peep. Putty peep, since the putty verse started back in 2012, have been saying, when are we getting together? And it was really Vanessa who gave us the push and the spark to get the first everything conference together. So we did it because Puttyverse people, Putty Peep, were asking 
for an event, a dedicated event over multiple days where we could get together and do everything together. Hence the name Everything Conference because we're multi-potentialites, we like a variety of things. And we're doing it again that way in that the spirit of the Puttyverse, the generous collaborative nature of people who come through there, these are our people. We are their people. We're all together in this. And just like the first time around, we realized because the Puttyverse is so intimate, there's not any way that we could conceivably have enough people just from the Puttyverse who could participate and create the kind of energy and variety of experiences that people expect that we're promising people that they'll have. So this is open to anyone, whether they use the word multi-potentialite or maybe they think about themselves as a generalist or a scanner, a Renaissance soul, a polymath, a human Venn diagram. There are, of course, even more synonyms for this thing that we call multi-potentialite. But if you like a variety of interests and passions and creative outlets, if that sounds like you, then this is your kind of event, regardless of other aspects of your personality or the way that your brain works. We're looking to invite people who, who get this concept, this multi-potentiality, and who want to celebrate, who want to celebrate what it means to try to do all the things and also celebrate it with other people who are wired in the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely a Jill of many trades, Jack or Jill of many trades. I think that's how people are like, why do you use this word multi-potentialite, Vanessa, multi-passionate, you know? And I think that Joel is is right. Like we want everybody to know that they're welcome to come and to, to include them. But we also encourage you to maybe if you're listening or you're joining us or you're thinking about joining us, invite somebody else. Like what a gift to say, hey, this is the person who invited me or how I got to open up experience. And Ted had mentioned Camp Indy. I know I've gone to, with Joel, Camp Good Life Project. We've all gone to the World Domination Summit. There all are these incredible events. Some of them still exist. Some of them don't anymore. Some of them have turned into new things. And it is so amazing when people get to show up and, and be a part of this. And they had no idea this community, this world, this experience existed, and they've been searching. And so I guess I would just challenge anybody listening or thinking about going or already you know planning, attending to think about who in your life could really use this boost of goodness and amazing people and diverse offerings mm. and and invite them you know i mean i would happily jump on a phone call with anybody uh, i'm sure joel would as well Corey would anybody else of you know who's been in the past to say heck yes this is you know something you're into we would love to talk to you you know through it and encourage you to come so i guess that's just my little friendly reminder these things happen because people show up and so we want you to bring yeah. bring somebody with us yeah, that's it. It's the people who make it, you know, I, I, I trust that most people, pretty much everyone going into this event, I think, especially if we have time to kind of get that message across, but it is what you make of it. You go there to participate at, at whatever level you want to, right? You know, there's none of that pressure either, but still it's like, you're really free. You're not put in a, in a certain box or a corner where you have to do this, or you have to follow certain structures or go here and go there. You can really make of it what you want. Now, all that being said, I do want to chat a little bit about, we kind of have this theme emerging that this is very a spontaneous kind of fluid event, which is true, but there are speakers. There are some, I have the list of some of the names here. So some kind of panelists and, and I guess workshops, like, can you chat a bit about some that stand out or some that you're looking forward to or, and even how you've gone about choosing the particular speakers 
that will actually be talking in the structured maybe part of the event. Well, so we're using the phrase special contributors, hmm. uh, which is to say that these people in advance, we already know that they're going to contribute in some pretty sweet ways. So the list that's up, at least as the time we're recording this, February 9th, is got some showcase of some amazing special contributors. But really, we view everybody who shows up as a special contributor. You are a participant. You are part of this. Whether you lead a workshop or, you know, take a group out to do something at lunch or not, just being there is is part of that. But um, I'm really excited. Uh, my friend Christine Lozada is going to be there. She's all about drones and she's a traveler. She does podcasting. She does pickleball. The girl just oozes fun. I adore that about her. Um, my friend David Delisle is going to be there. He has uh, written a book all about the awesome stuff and it is about finance and teaching kids. But I swear to y'all, this is a book for everyone every age about where to and how to spend and, and prioritize your money. The Golden Quest you know, he's done speaking and real estate. And this is a, gra a beautiful graphic, like comic book type book. There's just so many great people who are going to be there and join us. Um, my friend Marty McNabb showing up this woman, she's like driven around the world in her van. She tells stories about your stuff and things that matter. Uh, we've got this great guy, Jake showing up who does this thing called cave day, which most multipods could use. It is like signing up for like virtual co-working together with accountability and goal setting. But this guy has been like a professor, a writer, a photographer, a graphic designer. I mean, that's just a snip of who we've got secured. And what we're going to do is we're going to, we know uh, we've worked with these people. We've, we've had them attend other events. Um, and we're going to know that they are going to offer something that is going to be really amazing. But what we don't know yet is what the other ticket holders who are going to be our participants are going to also pitch to do. And so we probably aren't going to have three people talking about drones at the same time or mm -hmm. finances or traveling the world. We're going to smatter that out. And so maybe, you know, session one, four and seven have a piece of that in it. And it's a way for us as multipods also to be able to select, hey, I want to go into, you know, this event about mental health and then i want to go over to the tarot cards and then i'm going to go into mm -hmm. some budgeting and and finances and starting a business like whatever it is and so we've kind of are going out to people we know we have you know great relationships with we work with we trust and say hey we think that this is or they've reached out to us you know and that's kind of where we're starting um like i said i believe that um more people will be selected and and as special contributors and then everyone will be if if they want offered an opportunity to submit as like a, a session leader. I don't remember exactly what we called it back in 2019, but um, basically if you've got a gift to share and there's like a spot to it, we even sometimes had people who offered up similar concepts and then we connected them before the event and said, Hey, you're both wanting to teach or share, explore the same type of thing but we don't quite have enough slots for everybody. Can you guys like team up? And they were like, oh, heck yeah. And some really great things were created just by that. So that's how I would explain it. I'm sure Joel will add a couple things I may have neglected or the way he looks at it. But I think that's the beauty is we all kind of take a little different perspective to this. And that's what we want to bring, you know, to our special contributors and our day-to-day -day programming that we will co-create with everybody. Hmm. 
I don't have much to add other than the fact that this is all intended to be really interactive. Normally, when people think about the word conference, they think about, okay, we're going to bring some fancy pants people up in front of you. You just need to sit quietly and absorb the wisdom that they are trying to send along to you via their words while you're just passively there. This is intended to be not just participant driven, but also very interactive. So I don't think about any of the people who are special contributors or really anyone who's showing up as a speaker. I think about them more as a, as a facilitator, uh, whether it's of experiences. And again, that's kind of where my brain goes, but this is the kind of event that we're trying to design. We're not looking to put anyone up on a pedestal and saying, hey, look, Emily Wapnick is going to be there again. Most people who know the word multi-potentialite know it because of Emily. Yes, we all know that Emily has a lot of cool things to offer and they will offer one or two things during the course of the four days that we have together. But hmm. no one is going to have their event like that won't be the signature moment just because they get to experience what Emily's going to help create or they hmm. get to talk to Emily for a couple of minutes. It's the other hundred plus people who are going to be there who are going to contribute in different ways and often in more ways than any of the people that we say these are our special contributors get excited about them but also be as excited about the people who you didn't know exist who we're not going yeah. to tell you about in advance who That's you're cool. going to get to meet <laughs> and you're going to be blown away by them too yeah Oh, I love the excitement and the kind of serendipity of that. I have no idea sitting here right now who I'm going to meet in what, seven or so months from now who could change my life. You just never know, right? So <laughs> mm. it's amazing to think, and this is the event where that can happen. I know that absolutely. Okay, I want to ask you a couple of things kind of along the lines of like activities and programming. Is there a way to play some live music? I want to play music. I want to jam with people. Now I play piano. Is there, you know, if there's a piano there or we can figure this out, of course, but is that something that's doable or, a, you know, synthesizer? Yes. Okay, good. Well, I hope <laughs> we can do that. What's that, Ted? <laughs> that was easy. And I really want to do some podcasting there. And again, that's something you and I and, and Vanessa and others can chat about some more. But yeah, I, I intend to bring my portable recording device. I'm not going to spend the whole weekend, you know, recording and interviewing people, but I do want to have some role of documenting the event. And that's what I really missed in the sense of not going the last time because I would have done it there. So it's a chance to maybe some kind of a record, an audio journal, you know, get some comments and uh, maybe a little interview, stuff like that. But I really do want to play that role at the conference as well. Oh, heck yes, please. We want to make that happen, you know, and and I think one thing too, Joel, you know, brought up early on about the space is there's a variety of sizes of rooms. You know, there's some smaller rooms that might lend themselves for better conversations, recording. There's outside space for, you know, if there's some, uh, like I said, improv or, or acro yoga if people have art supplies or they want to do some crafting, you know, whatever it is that's like your jam that you love to do. We had some very interesting requests year one, and we we did our best to facilitate them to make it happen, whether it was, and that's another benefit of doing it in a location where we have kind of a, a home-based team like Joel is, 
yeah, we might not have somebody who can fly with something or drive with something in their car, but you know, does Joel have a, a connection or is there a space we could go do something? I know one of the most vivid memories I have from 2019, which seems like forever ago, was uh, we found a, a do-it-yourself bar and it was a, you could make luggage tags, you could make a window like jewel that the sun comes in, you could do, uh, there was so many, you could do coasters, you could do wood carving. And so we just had a meetup on the Sunday morning where we weren't all supposed to be back as a group until like 11 or 12 o'clock. And so we went out and had some breakfast and brunch and went over there and, and did some some crafts and made some stuff. I, I remember I made luggage tags for my parents and I was really mm. proud of them. And so we'll find that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, same with like the, the, the opening party welcome kind of night or any other activities, like we're going to try to find unique spaces that align. I know there was a group, I believe who went off and did some karaoke and, you know, there's, there's always different things that are based on our passions. And, and again, it's up to our, our participants to say, hey, I want to make this happen, or I'm going to rent a van and we're all going to go drive out here or, you know, whatever those things are, like, we are open to your ideas and suggestions and we'll do our best to help make them happen. So mm. I just want to, yeah, get people excited about, hmm, what could we go do in that yeah. Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin City area of fun? Well, that's cool because I hadn't realized that just right now, I finally looked on the map. So where is this place? I kind of had this feeling it was out in the suburbs or something of Minneapolis. I don't know why I thought that it's beautifully, well, it's on the University of Minnesota campus, which is basically along the banks of the Mississippi River, right? And so anyone wanting to go for a nice walk or something, I'll definitely check this out. You can walk right down by the river and it's kind of smack between Minneapolis and St. Paul. So it's very central. And I'm guessing, let's talk a little bit about logistics as we start to wrap up here. Like, what about accommodation? So how should people organize that? Do you have any resources at least coming up to help people plan where they can stay or maybe you know, sharing rooms and things like that? So Vanessa, is there any of that coming together? Yes, we do have a hotel that we're working with that is right next door. It's called The Graduate, and we're going to get a special link or code to do that. So I think you could easily put two to four people in a room. And then we have had people in the past get their Airbnbs nearby, um, other hotels. And that's all going to be, you know, again, once we kind of get a majority of our tickets sold in the next couple of months, then we will start putting the things out there for people to connect and say, what they want to do. Do they want to carpool? Do they want to share a room? Do they want to, you know, I've already seen actually in the first year's Facebook group, I think it was Amy or somebody was sharing like some really fun, crazy looking Airbnbs that they were wanting to get going. So that camaraderie, you know, still exists from years and years ago and is already kind of sparking towards the future. So that will uh, definitely come out there. And I would say, uh, if you know anything about Joel and I, we love to plan and, and get lists and make, you know, help people. So as soon as we kind of do this big ticket launch here in February, and we are having a, a thing called Everything Live, if you happen to listen to before this, which is going to be a bit of a teaser on Wednesday, February 28th. And you can sign up for the Zoom call. It's we're going to have some of our special contributors. We're inviting all of our current ticket holders. And it's just open for anybody who wants to come check us out. Kind of like an open house of fun, if you will. So once all this kind of stuff in February gets going, um, more of those resources for connecting with other attendees, lodging, that's going to all be shared out. And a lot of it's already kind of started to be shared on our website. Joel, did I neglect anything on that? 
No, one of my favorite things to do is create uh, the everything you need to know about ETC for ticket holders. Hmm. I have a draft of that page and there'll be more to come. But the goal is because we're collaborative, because we're looking to connect people and play matchmaker. And Vanessa said, it's not just at the event itself. There's months of stuff that leads up to it. So we hmm. want people to know who else is participating, to think about sharing in a variety of ways, whether that's a hotel room or whatever it may happen to be, those resources are coming and they're coming pretty soon. Mm. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I was wondering the other day, like, should I be getting on booking a hotel room or something soon? But I'll, I, I, I'll try to do a share or something if that makes sense. And yeah, so that's good to know that, um, you know, people can start to organize themselves soon. The Zoom event there on the 28th of February, what time, do you know what time it's at and where can people find the link for that? It's all going to be on our website, everythingconference.com. And it's 11 a.m. Pacific, which is one o'clock Eastern, correct? No, two o'clock. No, where am I at? Help 2 p.m. Eastern, yep. Eastern yep. or Thank 8 p.m. Central European. Yep. Perfect. And it'll be a great one. If you can be there for the full two hours, awesome. If you can just pop on for a few minutes and get a flavor, we will have a recording that we'll share out there and stuff, but be ready to sign up for it just because I think it'll get you a sneak peek. And if you're on the fence or a little curious, you can say, oh my goodness, all these people are going to be there. I want to be there. I'm going to figure this out, um, hmm. you know, how to make it out there and, and just trust the, the process and the people. Cause I tell you what, they are some of the best I know. And I can't wait for August 1st through the 4th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And for anyone who misses a one-off activity that we're doing before the event, somebody might be listening to this in the future saying, oh, it's not February 28th anymore. It's after February hmm. 28th. I didn't get to go to this thing called everything live. <laughs> Bummer. What else is there? We'll be sharing out snippets of what that experience was like if you didn't get to experience it live. And if there people are on our email wait list as well, they can go to our website to get on there. We'll be sharing whether it's special contributor specific or just in general. There's a lot of cool experiences and resources that we have in mind for people leading up to the live event in person and also beyond. Because we're not the kind of people who think, all right, it's August 4th. Everybody go back to where they came from and try to absorb and integrate the experience. Things don't just end there. That's not the way that Vanessa and I and Corey do things. So we've already, we've started with the end in mind and realizing that the end of the live event is not the end of the good times and the relationships that people have. So I'm also really That's excited. Nice. These four days that we're focusing on, they will be magical like they were in 2019 and it's not just that there's a very rich before and a very cool and unpredictable after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a really good way of thinking about it. I, I'm realizing that now because I had in my mind, you know, it's August 1st to 4th. I've kind of blocked that off in my mind. And now I'm realizing that, whoa, there's way more to this. Like there's going to be other things before and it's great to hear afterwards. So it's not this kind of just a singular, very substantial event, but there's lots more to it. And that's kind of part of the, the pitch, I guess. Let's finish on that. So tickets, if people want to get a ticket, now again, we're talking here mid-February, so this might change as time goes on, but where do people go to get a ticket or at least to get on a wait list? Everythingconference.com slash tickets. Okay. That's where we're actively selling tickets as of right now. Um, and when they're gone, of course, they're gone. We have a limited number and it's intentional. Hmm. They are $699 US right now. 
And if people are thinking, yeah, cool, but I can't make a decision now, or I need to see what my finances are like in a couple of months, then they can go to pretty much any page on our website and they'll see buttons there to add themselves to the email waitlist. That's where we communicate with people and say, the next wave of tickets are on sale or here's what we need you to know. So at any point in time, people should just go to our website if they even have a passing interest. And by all means, it's still a ways out. It's still about six months yeah. out. We realize that a lot of people don't have the kind of predictability in order to make a decision right now, but just getting on the email waitlist is a really good way so that we can continuously and gently remind you if you need it, there's this thing called everything conference. You apparently were pretty interested at one point in time. We're still doing the thing. Would you like to get your fingerprints on this? Mm. So just to clarify, does that mean if there's a wait list, do ticket sales only open at certain periods? Or if you are ready to buy right now, whenever you're listening, you can go and buy, or do you only open the sales at certain times? It depends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People can always go to the ticket page, you know, everythingconference.com slash tickets. It might redirect you to a page that says, Hey, we're not selling tickets right now. This uh -huh. is when we'll start to sell them again. So the answer is it depends. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Cause yeah, it just, you know, if people are planning and I, I'm all on board and again, whenever you're listening, but you know, you may need to get on that wait list first, but it's good just to know how the process is. Well, this has been great. I'm really excited. I was already excited, but you know, it's becoming more and more real now we're into 2024. The months are, are ticking down and, uh, I know that I don't just have to wait until August, but I'm going to be seeing you guys and lots of other attendees and potential attendees very soon and various virtual events. So that's exciting in itself. Thanks for being here and sharing all the information and, uh, and getting us even more excited about the everything conference. It's been lots of fun. Thank you so much for having us. And thanks for everybody for listening. We're just excited to make this event happen again. Yeah. And thank actually, thanks very much to you too. I should, I, I think it's important to point this out. We can't take these things for granted. It takes people to take the initiative and organize and put their own time, their energy, their money and other things at stake to make these things happen. So I really do appreciate you guys doing that. And Corey, of course, as well, to making this a reality. Thank you. Thank you, Dad. Appreciate that. Cheers.